1: Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, each week we interview the most amazing people, people who motivate and inspire us, people who help us turn our obstacles into opportunities and our problems into solutions and our challenges into into things that really make us grow. And we have such an expert on our show today. And if you're listening today, which is January 14th, uh, you can give us a call live at 866 5788 eight, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. My guest today is Gail Blankey, President and CEO of Life Designs, whose mission is to empower women and men to overcome their roadblocks to personal fulfillment. She's the author of Between Trapezes, Flying into a New Life with the Greatest of Ease, and she's a regular columnist of The Real Simple magazine called, her column is called The Motivator. Gail is also an executive and life coach and motivational speaker. Welcome, Gail. Hey, Patricia, how are you today? Good, good. We were recently on a program together, so we're doing some things together here. and are talking, yeah. I know. And what I really want to talk about today, because I think would be terrific, is this incredible column that you write, and real simple, and I have it up here online. And these columns are, there are so many amazing ones, like Tis the Season to Complete, Remembering a Lost Loved One, The Power of Praise. How what are you waiting for? Embrace your power your defining moments I mean really powerful yeah one of one of my favorites recently
2: is the power of praise and um it really it really started out because we we got a golden retriever puppy um recently and uh this is our third golden retriever, and all of our dogs have been you know you wouldn 't say they were well behaved it's and it 's a little bit harder. Train a golden retriever, but you know they jump up on people, and they you know will take a some food off your plate. They'll do. I mean, they just get away with murder. And so I thought, okay, this is this time I'm going to have a well-trained dog. So I got this book, and it, the whole idea of the book was about positive reinforcement. And what you were supposed to say is, "Good girl, not to jump." You know. Good mm-hmm. girl to sit down. Right. Good girl to tinkle outside. You know, you started everything with good girl. And so we started doing that in our family, and then we used it with each other, like good girl to empty the dishwasher. yeah. Know? Good girl to clear the table. Good boy to fix the fence. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, the, and the funny thing is, amusing as it was, it worked. It worked with our golden retriever. It worked with each other. And here's... Here's the thing. I don't think we spend enough time telling each other how terrific we are. Yes, that's true. And, uh, you know, we keep saying, you know, you should have done this better. How come I asked you, you know, a week ago to get this thing done and you haven't done it? And, you know, people get, uh, get tired of being told what they haven't done well, whether it's mm-hmm. your husband, uh, whether it's your child, whether it's uh, somebody that you work with and if you can if you can spend more time saying, you know, good girl, if you can spend mm-hmm. more time saying that was great the way mm-hmm. you did whatever it is. Mm. The point is whatever you positively reinforce, you'll see more of. Yes. So if you want uh your husband to uh be better at um, you know, helping you clean the kitchen, the one time he does it, you have to say, Oh,
1: God, it's so great you know, you I, I have to share this story because it, it, it's, it's very similar to this, and it stands out. It's the opposite of what you're saying and the, and, and the impact it made on me. I relocated to a new community, and I went to a new bank that someone had recommended. And I had sold my house where I had lived, so I put a large deposit in this bank. I sit down with a woman, and she's very matter-of-fact, very perfunctory. And I say to her, gee, you know, I need to call the accountant. Could I use your phone? Mm-hmm. And she looks at me, Gail, and says, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to let you use the phone. Yeah. And I looked at her and I said, uh, do you know what I just did here? I, I just put a big deposit in your bank. <laughs> and she practically threw the phone at me. Well, here. And I, and you know, that has stood out in my mind so much that all I want to do is wait three months and leave the bank. Because of that one instance.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there are a lot of people like that, and uh, it, there's there's something we can do about that, though. And that is, uh, th- th- people like like that gal um, are, want to be right, which is a trap we all fall into about how yeah. wrong it was that you asked to use the phone. That's how she was uh engaged and it wasn't about the big deposit. And she's customer service. See that's what I don't understand. I this know. Is, I know you know <laughs> that's the but title I, of the job. I know. I, I wrote another column for real simple um called When Being Right is wrong. And Yes it, and, yep. and listen a lot this happens to all of us on any given day. You know, you we can spend so much time being right about how wrong somebody is. Like this woman felt that that just wasn't right for you to use the phone. You know, that's not how we do it here, so that's just not right. Exactly. But we, we do that all the time uh, without meaning to. You know, I, you, can, you can walk up to the airline counter and, and you know, say, slam your fist on the, on the desk of somebody's, you know, some poor unsuspecting attendant and say, it's not right that this plane is three hours late. Do you realize I have a meeting to go to? That's not right. You know, you can be right about that. You can be right about the fact that, you know, you walk into a restaurant and you wait for a long time and they seat somebody else first. Does that ever happen to you? It happens to all of us, right? Mm-hmm. You can be right. You can have on your tombstone, I was right. Mm-hmm. And while you're busy being right, and maybe you are right, I mean, maybe you are your mm-hmm. whole life can go by, yes, and so it's a, it's a habit that yeah. this woman that you unfortunately ran into, but all of us need to break. So the next time you catch yourself you know saying uh, that you're right about something, or look for the the larger, the larger commitment in your life, OK, do I want to be right mm-hmm. about how my husband should have taken down the Christmas tree lights by now? Or would I like to have a really wonderful evening with mm-hmm.
1: him? Usually you, know, you, you, know, you can't have both. But you know? why is it that we don't think that way? I mean, you say that, and it sounds like, oh, well, of course, that's such common sense. But we don't think, why is it? Cause because our,
2: our lives are so filled with our to-do lists. Yes. Okay? Yes. We've got yeah. that's another column I wrote, on uh, letting go of your to-do list. Because we are so busy trying to get through the things on our list that that that's what takes over our lives. I've got to get this stuff done. I've got to get these Christmas tree lights down. I've got to get this fence fixed. I've got to get this dishwasher emptied. And, yes, we do have to do those things, but it would be great if we put on the list, I want to look up for a minute and tell somebody I love them. I want to look up for a minute and say, gee, you know, here, here we are all together, and and we care about each other, mm-hmm. and we know it. You know, every yeah. now and then, look up from that to do list and say, "Hey, what's Im- really important mm. to me right now? Really important." So that when I look back, I have something good to remember. You know, just it
1: it, it is amazing, isn't it? Just those those little things, and they stay with you, don't they? Yeah, they do. The, little, the good things too. They just stay with well,
2: you. It would be good if, if the good things stayed with us longer than the than the not yes. so good things. Yes. Yes. And I, I think a good thing for all of us to do and here it is at the beginning of the year and it would it would be great to uh to make some new habits and get rid of some old ones. But a good thing to do would be to take a look back at at 2007 and say what are the good things that I did, that I accomplished. What are the good things that happened to me, sometimes just out of the blue? What's the good stuff from 2007? And carry that with us into this new year. Because I think what we do, don't you find yourself doing this, that we make, what we pile on top of ourselves is the bad stuff, the things that we didn't do right, the times we messed up, you know, the, the, the disappointments. The you know anger that that the things that we just you know our regrets our guilt that's what we pile up on each other and that's what we need to let go of you know yes. I, I you and I were talking I'm I'm writing a new book called Throw Out Fifty Things yes and I I wrote a uh, column about that too about uncluttering your life and uh, and the whole idea everybody I work with I ask them to go home and throw out fifty things. And that can be an awful lot of physical stuff, clutter. You know, we all have that clutter now. Is a great time of year to get rid of all the stuff that you don't use, stuff that makes you feel bad, stuff that makes you look heavy, feel heavy, Mm -hmm. stuff that weighs you down. Mm -hmm. And when you get going with things like that, uh, you start throwing out the mental clutter. And that's the really important thing. And that means, just as we're saying, to throw out those old memories of, you know, the times that you messed up or the time that somebody did something wrong to you. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In fact, you could throw out, you're you're still a little bit ticked off about that woman in the bank. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It would be good. Let go of it. Let go of it. Who cares? And replace it with some really out-of-the-blue nice thing. That That's somebody true. did that they didn't have to do, the time yes. somebody held the door for you, the time mm-hmm. that somebody let you cut in front of them at the toll booth. Mm-hmm. You know? The, and there are plenty of those times. That's what we have to concentrate on Absolutely. because hey, you know what? In the end,
1: we are what we think about. Absolutely. And you know, and I want you to we're going to break soon, but I want you to start talking about this one. This is an article you wrote that I love and it's what are you waiting for? Embrace your power. I want you to talk about power because I think often women don't own their power. It took me a long time to really own my power because I felt like I was who did I think I was? You know that who do you think you are, business? Yeah, you're not so hot, right? Right. Okay, great. Let's talk about that. All right, we've got a couple minutes before break, so go ahead.
2: All right. Well, I think that, um, particularly as women, um, not not just as women, but I, I think that we have a tendency to. Uh, give away our power, and that we, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure why we do that, I think it's what you're saying, that we have a tendency to uh, just say, okay, look, I, I'm really not that good, and because all I'm remembering is the time I came up short, and so uh, so we, we kind of give it away, you hear, it, we, we sort of douse our own flames, you know, our own fires. We're so tidy. We douse them so that nobody else has to do it. You know, we just want to save time.
1: You'll Mm -hmm. hear
2: yourself say, Oh, don't don't bother to look at my idea or to my proposal or whatever. It's it's really not that good, you know. All right, Gail, we're gonna continue
1: this right after the break. Okay. All right. Folks, you're listening to Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest is Gail Blankey. Stay tuned, we'll be right back.
0: Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with Attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday, at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with Attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
1: Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest today is Gail Blankey, President and CEO of Life Designs, and author of Between Trapezes Flying into a New Life with the Greatest of Ease. Gail shows women and men how to overcome their roadblocks to personal fulfillment and she is a regular columnist of the magazine Real Simple. You can log on to Real Simple Magazine, realsimple.com, slash themotivator, and she has wonderful motivating articles. She's also an executive and life coach and motivational speaker. And if you're listening today on January 14th, you can call in live at 866-472-5788. Welcome back, Gail. Thank you. All right, so we were talking about embracing your power, which a lot of us have but don't own. Yeah,
2: because I, I think so many of us just give it away and, and second-guess ourselves and say, hey, you know, listen, don't, don't bother to look at my idea. It's really not that good, you know. I was thinking, uh, actually, I started the uh, column with that quote. Uh, it's one of my favorite quotes from Marianne Williamson, and she writes, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond all measure.
1: It That's is our light,
2: not our darkness, that yeah. most frightens us. Yes. But then here, here's, here's the kicker line. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Mm-hmm. Actually, who are you not to be? Yeah. You are a child of God, yeah. and your playing small doesn't serve the world. Yeah. So we're not here to step back. We're here to step forward into our power, and, um, and 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 this again. This is exactly the time of year
1: to do that. And so this 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 is the time for us to get it about yes, absolutely. how really good we already are. Do you think, though, so, Gail? I know in my generation, I I think that women really were taught not to do that. I mean, we really were supposed to take sort of a back seat. Not so much to this generation, but I think it, did you experience that? I, I, you know, I was really
2: lucky. I, I didn't. I grew up in a very motivational family um, with a brother. I was treated exactly the way he was. So, so it was all about uh, being bold and. And I mean, I just—you I, I, so never—you always weren't—you
1: weren't afraid of your power.
2: No, I wasn't. And As a matter of fact, that's why I dedicated my book Between Trapezes to my parents, because uh, I I thought everybody was as lucky as I was growing up. And so my my role now, my commitment now, is to pay it forward and uh, to help other people. And, that, and that's why I do what I do. But but I think we can embrace our power. We can own it. And uh I I've put down some steps for doing that, which would be a great idea, I think, to go over briefly right now to okay. everybody. Um and number one is don't don't give don't give yourself up. Don't disqualif- don't disqualify yourself from the race before it even starts. Mm-hmm. And we do that all the time. Yeah. Don't doubt yes. yourself. Step forward. And this we were saying a couple of minutes ago. Make a list of your wins the times you made the catch, you made the call, you made the day, and revel in those. Take a look at that list of the times things worked out for you and abandon, this is number three, abandon the list of the times you messed up. Forget about it. Leave Mm -hmm. it in the dust. You don't need it. Number four, when the opportunity presents itself, when somebody says, hey, Patricia, I got an idea. Why don't you try this? Don't say, oh, well, gee, maybe I better not. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm good enough. I I don't really know if I have the skill and the talent. Don't say that. Step forward and you say, okay, you know what? I think I will give it a whirl. This is the year for us to give it a whirl. This is the Mm -hmm. year for us to go for it. Why not? What are we waiting for? Mm -hmm. This is the year to be bold and to have courage. And one of the things I, I feel very strongly is uh, when I was on the Oprah show a few years ago, we were, were in the audience and uh, walking among the the people in the audience and we were talking about what we were going to do, what we were deciding to do. And this one woman said, well, okay, Gail, and she stood up. She said, I've decided I'm going to write a book. And I said, gee, that's great. When are you going to write it? And she said, oh, well, I... I guess I'm just kind of waiting for the courage. And mm-hmm. I said, don't ever wait for the courage. You could wait a lifetime. That's true. Courage isn't given, which is good because it can't be taken away. You know, courage, mm-hmm. courage isn't going to arrive at your door in a gift wrapped box, right? Courage comes with action. The minute you decide to step forward into the light, out of the darkness, the minute you say, okay, here's what I'm going to do, here's how it's going to go, courage floods through you. You mm-hmm. can count on it. It will be there every time. So don't wait for the courage. Know that when you decide, when you step forward, it will be there for you every time.
1: Yeah, And that doesn't make it easy, though, Gail, because so in your book Between Trapezes, you know, you're flying in midair when you're taking that new step because you don't know what's on the other side. So it is it is scary hard. In the
2: beginning. Of course it's hard. If it if it weren't hard, somebody would already have done it. Yeah. Do you remember that wonderful movie A League of Their Own with Tom Hanks? Yes. And Gina Davis and Tom Hanks plays the part of the uh manager of the of the girls the women's softball team and Gina Davis plays the pitcher. And at one point she goes up to him and she says okay that's it I'm quitting. And he said First of all, he says, there's no quitting in baseball. He said, quitting? Why why would you even think of quitting? And she said, because it just got too hard. And he says, hard? It's supposed to be hard. Mm -hmm. If it weren't hard, somebody would already have done this already. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's going to be hard. All the really good stuff is a little bit hard. Sometimes it's a lot hard. But to get the thrill in life, to get the satisfaction, to have stuff to put down on that good
1: stuff list of yours, you're going to do the hard things. You too. know, I have, to, I have to share this, cause this I, I, and I'm, I'm leaving this as a legacy. Um, my dad is 91, and he's my greatest advisor. He's brilliant. And as I was making my move, I was saying to him, oh, you know, this is hard. And Oh, and I was, you know, starting to go and he said to me, listen to me, of course it's going to be hard. He says, that's the price you're going to do for success. You think this is going to be easy? So that's Good for him. That's incredible. Good for him. But he was right. Yes, he was exactly. right. I mean, He's you're right. going through this because you're going for something greater.
2: And so naturally it's going to be bumpy. Yes. It's, it's going to be messy. It's going to be a lot of things. But so I think we should resolve that this is the year we step forward, that this is the year we move from the bleachers onto the field, Okay and that we're going to stop waiting. I mean, and and I hear this all the time from people I work with, people who are sort of waiting for the invitation. This is a very female thing, Patricia, that we want to wait until we're invited before we step forward. Mm -hmm. Or we're waiting for the signal. Or one woman I know is always waiting for Mercury to get out of retrograde before she does anything really important, you know? Yeah. (laughs) She just, if Mercury's in retrograde, boy, she's not going to do it. Okay, well, maybe there are opportunities that she should be taking hold of. Another woman, yeah. my coach, said she was just waiting for her children to be a little bit older. And I said, all right, well, how old is your son now? And she said, well, he's going to be 30, but, Mm-mm. you know, I just want to make sure. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, so this is the time to stop waiting. Yes. And also, yes. just in terms of our children, I... I believe the greatest gift we can give anybody, particularly the people we love the best, is to be living the life of our particular dreams. Yes. Because only then do we give them permission to live theirs. And isn't yes. that what we
1: want for them? Well, and we also become the role model, Gail. Sure. We become the role model because, you know, you, you look up to those people who have achieved their dreams. And if you don't have those role models, then you're not going to achieve yours either. No, you're not. So, and then that's how we end up supporting each other. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, I think it's really what you said in the beginning that what you believe is what you're going to achieve. That's right, every time. Every Absolutely, time, every time. And, and you have to believe it. And and what I feel about this is you have to believe it really in your gut. You can't just say it. You've really got to get it. You do have to get it, and uh, and
2: and and you need to sort of get it every day, uh, back to the idea of throwing things out um, and, and letting go of the stuff that holds you back. Um, I did a, uh, a call-in show from Portland about a year ago, and um, this fellow called in, and he said, okay, Gail, I decided what I'm going to let go of. And I said, good, what, what are you going to let go of? He said, I'm going to let go of my old conviction that no matter how hard I try or how hard I work, the future will never be as good as the past. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, can you do it? He said, I'm going to get up every day and do it. And that's what he did. He got up every day and said, okay, I'm letting go of that thought. And would it creep into his mind sometime during the day? Sure. But he would say, not today. I mm-hmm. am not paying attention to that
1: today. Mm-hmm. And
2: he would get through another day and another day and another day. And we became uh, friends, email friends. And what happened, it, it, his ability to let go of that old thought changed his whole life, yeah. Patricia. Sure. Changed everything. Sure. He, he rebuilt his business. He finally met the woman of his dreams. It You know, once he stopped thinking that no matter what he did, it wasn't going to work out, he was open the possibility that maybe things could be good, yes. and of course, okay, you, you know, have to give that up. Yes. Yeah, and and, and we attract uh, positive energy when we put it out there like yeah, that.
1: I have a similar thing. and Then we're going to go to break. Is that you know, being an entrepreneur? When you're an entrepreneur, you there's always a financial issue That's because sure. things are not steady. And I always there was always that fear with me. Will it be okay? Will it be okay? And when I stopped. Really stop fretting about that. It changed. But you have to stop fretting and stop fearing. You have to just say, it's going to be all right, and believe oh. it. Yeah, otherwise, you just cover yourself up with anxiety,
2: and none of the good stuff can get in. Yeah, it's true. It's true.
1: All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, Gail Blanke is going to talk to more of us, to us more about between trapezes and how do you fly through life with the greatest of when you're going through change. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine & Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women & Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women & Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women & Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. Radio to thrive by. News Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com
0: VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone.
1: We are back. You are listening to Positive Living And I'm Patricia Raskin, and if you're listening today on January 14th, you can call us at 866-472-5788. My guest today is Gail Blankey, who is the president and CEO of Life Designs and author of Between Trapezes, Flying into a New Life with the Greatest of Ease. She is a regular columnist for Real Simple magazine. You can log on to realsimple.com slash themotivator and read her wonderful columns. She's also an executive and life coach and motivational speaker okay gail we've been talking about some of these wonderful columns you write and one of the things you talk about is how you need to dare to be different we well need.
2: i feel so strongly about this patricia uh, particularly as women i think uh... but not just as women we think you know that we have to have everybody like us and i um i start out this column talking about when i was a little girl And I I came home from a party, and I was just crying. And my mother said, what's wrong? I was probably about nine years old. She said, what's wrong? And I said, "Uh, Susie doesn't like me. And I was just sobbing. And she said, well, how do you know? And I said, well, because everybody told me. And she thought for a minute and patted me, and she said, "Um, well, you know, the only thing I can think of saying is that um, have you ever noticed that that you can only think of one thing that everybody likes and that's water. And that's because it has no taste. Hmm. Do you want to be like water? And I said, No, I don't want to be like water. I want to be like you know, hot chocolate or Coca Cola or lemon this was
1: your mom saying this to you. My
2: mom was just Amazing. And how old were you, ten? I was nine. That's amazing. I was nine. So, she, and so already, she was already conditioning
1: you to really be your own person at a is, very young
2: age. Yeah, and, and, you know, by the way, that doesn't mean I always followed her advice. I would fall into the trap of, oh, I need everybody to approve of me, everybody to like me, everybody mm-hmm. to think everything I do well, is sure. good. I mean, a lot of us do that. Yeah. yeah, but then take a look at the people who are out there who are really doing it. And to a person... Not everybody likes them. I mean, not everybody likes Madonna or Cher or, you know, or... And, boy, they've really dared to be
1: different, haven't they?
2: Oh, boy. And and this is the thing that we need to learn. Um, The world belongs not to the people who fit in, but the people who stand out. Say that again, Gail. That's (laughs) so profound. (laughs) The world belongs not to the people... Who fit in, but to the people who stand out. And the fact of the matter is this: if enough people love you, the ones who don't don't matter. It's true. Just ask Rosie. Just ask. How about about Hillary Clinton? Ask Hillary. (laughs) Ask ask any of those people. And if they, you know, if those people running for Republican or the Democratic nomination were worried sick about all the people that don't like them, they wouldn't be able to get up to that mic and say what they have to say. So, you know, it's again, it's about coming out of the stands and onto the field and being unabashedly yourself. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have to make a few adjustments along the way, but it does mean that, that if we can live up to our unique, delicious self, Mm-hmm. And be that to the hilt, yes, then we're going to make our mark in life, and we're going to find the fulfillment that we want. So there are a couple things that you can do uh, in order to you know to be your good self, and one is um, goes back to making a list of the qualities that you like best about yourself, and you know you'll hear this is a recurring theme in everything I say. <laughs> number one is make make these lists, but number two, it's about the good stuff. And number two is ask people who love you what they like best yes. about you. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. they'll come up with things that we would never come up with ourselves. And yeah. and so ask them and, and put that down, too. And number three, make a list of the talents and the qualities that you'd like to be known for. Now, mm-hmm. they may not be totally visible right now, but they're in there somewhere, and if you start focusing on them, then then you'll begin to demonstrate them. Remember, the the universe hasn't made its mind up about you. Mm-hmm. It only knows what you show it. to do. I was it. going to say, that's a
1: quote. You read that quote. Tell, tell us that quote that you wrote, because I just love that quote. Which one? About make it up good.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, that's it. On the last page of Between Trapezes, uh, I say there's no way it is. There's only the way you say it is. Mm -hmm. The universe hasn't made its mind up about you. It only knows what you show it today. Mm -hmm. You are the inventor, and your life is the invention. You get to make it up, so make it up good. Mm. Remembering that if enough people love you, the ones who don't, don't matter. So catch yourself. Let's make this uh, another resolution for this year. We're going to catch ourselves when we fall into that I have to have everybody like me trap. Yes. Okay? Don't fall don't fall for that stuff. Okay? Remember share. All right? I, I think about her walking out onto that stage, stepping into the light and saying, "Okay, I'm here now and I'm going to be completely and unabashedly myself." Mhm. And she's done so well with that. I mean, she really
1: she, didn't, she has made I mean, a huge
2: difference. Yeah. Oh, she's just a great, in, in a lot of ways, from an attitudinal po- point of view, she's just a terrific role model. How yeah. can you? I mean, you got to love her. You don't have to love her, but you got to love her. But you have
1: to admire her. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have to admire what she's had to Absolutely. do. Absolutely. All right, I think now we do. We have time for another one. And I think, what was the other one we were going to do? Besides sing your song, there was one other
2: one. Oh, well, there was um, a column I wrote um, called Follow Your Instincts. And, um, boy, this uh, this was really about a major defining moment in my life, and it's how we as women, and men, but particularly women, need to listen to that still small voice inside us And do what it tells us to do. And lots of times, we, we don't think we know enough. We don't think that, you know, we, we have all the information. So we don't listen to that little voice inside us. My father always said, from the time I was little, follow your instincts, Gail, because if you do, you're going to do all right. And if you don't, you're going to wish you had. Well, this is, uh, the defining moment was about a year and a half ago when I had a funny feeling in my chest, not an ache or a pain, but what I described later as kind of a cold, dark, hollow feeling. And I'd had heart palpitations. But whenever I went to my regular doctor, he would always say, Oh Gail, don't worry about it. You're in such great shape and it's true. I work out every day, I never smoked, I have my chest x ray was perfect. My um you know, all of my tests uh, my cardiogram, everything, were all perfect. So he said, don't worry about it. So I said, well, I'm not looking for trouble. I'm not going to worry about it. And then the next thing I knew, about a month later, I was walking up the subway stairs here in Manhattan and couldn't get my breath. Mm-hmm. But it was a very hot day, and I thought probably everybody's feeling like fainting. I made it back to my office, and uh, I had a really, a really this dark, bad feeling in my chest, and my arms are very tired. And I mm. sat there, and this is the defining moment, Patricia. I sat there and said, okay, Gail, what are you going to do? Are you going to just say, forget it, or are you going to call a doctor? And I called a cardiologist, and the next day he saw me. Two days later, I was in the hospital. The day after that, I was having double bypass surgery. Mm. Two days later, I went home. And you had no clue. No. You had no clue. None. None. All my tests were perfect. I just had this instinctive feeling that something was wrong. But, Patricia, I saved my own life. Mm -hmm. I did. And so many women who read that column or heard about it then called their doctors, and some of them uh, were heart issues. Three women that I know saved their own lives because even though their original doctors had said they were just fine. One found a tumor in her heart that normally is only diagnosed when you have a stroke or after you're dead. Uh, another one had a stent put in, which served to eliminate her blockage. And a third found that she had a disease that could be controlled with medication, but if it, if she hadn't been medicated, uh, then she uh, wouldn't have lasted more than a few months. So... You know, we have to listen to ourselves. We have to follow those very good instincts of ours. And 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 why wouldn't we? It's, again, it's about trusting yourself and stepping into your power. Okay. Wow.
1: That's well, amazing, isn't it? It's an amazing story because, as you said, there were no other signs. No. So, no. therefore, you probably wouldn't have picked it up. No,
2: I wouldn't mm. have. Mm. and this, And the regular doctors, they didn't pick it up. They just took one look at me and said, "Hey, look how healthy you are! Go have a good time."
1: So, in retrospect, you probably should have had some other tests. So you just there wasn't there was no but way as, you would know. As
2: a friend of ours, who's a doctor, said he wouldn't have recommended any tests. And he knew me very well because I was so healthy. So you never know, Gail. No, you never do. Never so we got to take care of ourselves.
1: All right, and we'll come back. We're going to talk about singing and finding your own song. My guest today is Gail Blankey, President and CEO of Life Designs and author of Between Trapezes, Flying into a New Life with the Greatest of Ease. We're talking about how to empower men and women to overcome their roadblocks to personal fulfillment. And Gail is a regular columnist of Real Simple magazine slash The Motivator, so realsimple.com slash motivator. And uh, you can log onto her website at betweentrapezes.com. All right, folks, you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah!
2: Young people, do you want a forum to discuss your ideas and thoughts about what matters most to you? Speak Up brings together diverse voices, cultures, and ideologies from college-age adults across the country. Host Gina Holland provides a different perspective on how current affairs impact future generations. Broadcasting live every Thursday, Speak Up with Gina urges young Americans to think, ask pertinent questions, and affect change.
0: That's Speak Up with Gina, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
1: Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Today my guest is Gail Blanke, president and CEO of Life Designs whose mission is to empower women and men to overcome their roadblocks to personal fulfillment. Gail is a regular columnist of Real Simple Magazine, and you can log on to realsimple.com slash motivator. She's an executive and life coach and motivational speaker. Welcome back, Gail. Thank you. talk about finding your song and singing it. Well, this is just one of
2: my favorite assignments that I give the people I work with. Uh, I think everybody has to have a song. A theme song, a power song. You know that song that you'd hear when you're deciding to that you are going to step forward, when you're deciding that you're going to put it all on the line, when you hear yourself say, Oh, please don't let this be the time I mess up. You know, when you, you could be walking into that interview. You could be walking up to the mic. You could be walking into a blind date. You could be just walking into a, a party. But you want to hear that song that makes you feel like a million bucks, that reminds you that you really are good and reminds you of the times when you just felt so hot that you were irresistible. And so, you know, and when you think of it, really, Patricia, I mean, no band of brothers or sisters ever went into battle without the fifes, the drums, the bagpipes, the raised voices going first, right? Mm. And that is, it's the... Sound and the music that always set the tone, and so I think that we all need to have our song. A lot of athletes have songs. I know I know a lot of runners who who play on their their iPods when they're in a when they're running in a marathon, you know, Born to Run or whatever, and it, it keeps them going. So I think each of us has to identify what our own personal theme song is, and then we've got to sing it. We've got to listen to it. I have a, a wonderful uh, client, a wonderful uh, gal that I was working with, and she was having a hard time finding a new job. She'd been out of work for quite a while, and um, and she'd gone to some interviews, and they hadn't worked out. And so she did find a, uh, she spotted a, a job that she really wanted at MTV. And so before she went to the interview, I said, okay. We've got to get your song, and you've got to sing it on the way to that interview. Mm-hmm. And because she'd been out of work for so long, she decided that her song was Elton John's The Bitch Is Back. And, mm-hmm. that's, and she belted that marvelous song out all the way to that interview, and she called me afterwards she said, Hey, Gail, guess what? They offered me the job. I was so hot, I
1: was irresistible. Mm-hmm hmm. Well, it's said you know, Gail, it's that, it's that energy, isn't it? It's energy.
2: There's something it's about
1: attitude. that energy that you put out when you really
2: believe that just is contagious. Well, I think that um, whether you're looking for a job or somebody, a new person in your life, that it is all about energy, positive energy, and optimism. People like to hang out. With people like that. And I can tell you if you're going for a job interview and in addition to, you know, whatever experience and skills you bring, mm-hmm. you walk in with that energy and that optimism. Mm-hmm. People will say, You know what? We've got to have her around her yeah. around here because if she if she's here we could maybe get some great stuff done. Yeah. And and, and I think that I, I think that, that can actually turn tip the scale in your direction no matter what you're out for isn't that amazing and yes. it is that it's it's that it's what we put in the air around us that people feel and so you've got to find out what your song is now people say okay well i don't have a song how do i find out what my song is and well i go back into your life and think about a a moment when you felt like a million bucks maybe you know, you were in high school and you were on the bus on the way back from the football game and everybody was singing what? What were they singing? Or maybe you were at some dance and some really cute guy just whipped you right out onto that mm-hmm, dance floor mm-hmm, and what were they playing, mm-hmm. you know? And what did you hear? And then it's not enough to find it. You've got to sing it. And I
1: don't just mean in the shower. And you know, you know, Gail, it's funny because I listen to you and I think of people who might be skeptics, who might be listening to you and me right now and saying, oh, this is all such Pollyanna and such fluff, and and maybe it is, but it works, doesn't it? It works. Uh, When I was going to the publisher
2: to hopefully sell my last book, Between Trapezes, I was uptight. I wanted them to buy the book. I knew that I liked them. I didn't know if they were going to like me or my book, and I, my, I was sort of losing confidence uh, as I was walking along. And then I thought, hey, come on, come on, Gail. You're going to walk in there and knock them dead. So I started singing. I was walking down Fifth Avenue. I started singing, and I didn't care if anybody heard me or not, my song. And my song is from Funny Girl, and it's that song, I'm the Greatest Star. Mm-hmm. I am by far but no one knows it. Mm -hmm, But the line in there that just always does it for me is, looking down, you'll never see me. Try the sky, because that'll be me. Now, Mm -hmm. I sang that song. I walked into that interview with my energy up. Now, I'm not saying they wouldn't have bought the book if I hadn't had my song. I don't know. But what I do know is I walked in there bursting, bursting, with enthusiasm, and as a matter of fact, the editor said, Hey, Gail, we're going to buy your book. We just love your energy. Now, mm-hmm. that's a direct quote. We just love your energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got to find your song, which isn't that hard to do, and by the way, see what somebody else's song is. You can steal theirs if you don't have <laughs> one, you know, and yeah. you've got to sing it and tell, share it with somebody and ask them what theirs is, Um. Nobody will mind if you take theirs, and then you've got to use it. And that, that means look for that moment when you're going to sing it, and believe me, it works. I mean, no matter how worried you are at the moment, no matter how much anxiety you're feeling, no matter how far behind you're running, a song is going to get you there. Yeah. I always say in a pinch, you can always sing Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. A lot of women mm-hmm. love that song, mm-hmm. so that's not a bad song, right? But mm-hmm. there are a lot of
1: good ones out there. Some of the well, really I old ones are good. I think it's such a great too. idea to really have that. So, what would you like to leave our listeners with if they get one thing out of this interview today? What would you like them to hear? I guess I, I would like everybody to know that uh,
2: that this is the moment. This, as it turns out, is exactly the right moment for you to step forward it's not a moment too soon it's not a moment too late it doesn't matter about the the things that haven't worked out in the past because none of that really counts what counts is what you embrace now what you think about now what you concentrate on now remembering that we really are what we think about and so this is exactly the right time for you to let go of all that stuff that could clutter up your, your mind, that could clutter up your soul. This is the time to let it go. And I would love everybody to throw out 50 things. I really would. This is the time to do it. 50 things. You've got that stuff in your closet. And not You've got just that things, stuff in your but kitchen. also things in your mind, right? Well, that's what's going to get you going. I told you that story, Patricia, about the woman who who I told to go throw out 50 things and she came back with her list, but she didn't want to talk about it. And I said, come on, what's on your list? She said, all right, fine, I'll tell you. I went home and I threw out the guy that I'd been living with (laughs) for 11 years. And, Gail, here's my only question. Do I still have to throw out 49 more things? (laughs) I said no that'll do it for now. Yeah. <laughs> but but the fact of the matter is he, he, you know she'd been meaning to do that, right? But she you know how well, we keep stuff around us that's not good for us just cuz it's a habit. Yes, so it's a yes. funny story except that it was it's, it was a great great story for her.
1: Yeah.
2: It took crazy. a lot of courage. Took a it lot sure of courage, did. but she did it. Yeah. And remember, I think it's, it's so terribly important to remember that courage comes with action. The minute you decide, the minute you determine that you're going to step forward, your courage will be there for you every mm-hmm. time. You're not alone.
1: You're never alone. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh. Well, and you're also, the other thing that I think you're alluding to, we didn't get to talk about it, is following your own voice. You're not alone because you always have guidance.
2: You always always have higher guidance,
1: your own guidance, God's guidance, but you always have guidance. You,
2: you, You really do, and I think lots of times we think that we are alone. It's interesting, I'm writing a column right now about angels. And um, you know, you know, we all have those angel stories in our lives when somebody mm-hmm. appeared out of the blue and saved the day mm-hmm. for us, and then we never see them again. Right. So, if anybody has any great angel stories, you can write and tell me about them cause I'm.
1: All right, and we're going to close. So tell me, tell me how they would write to you.
2: They can write me at, at uh, lifedesigns.com or betweentrapezes.com. Or you can go to realsimple.com forward slash motivator and get in touch with me very easily there because there's a direct link.
1: Good. All right, Gail, thank you so much for being on the show. It was fabulous. Thanks, Patricia. Thank you. you. Stay on the line. Yeah, it was really great. Thanks. Gail Blanke, President and CEO of Life Designs, author of Between Trapezes, Flying into New Life with the Greatest of Ease. Log on to lifedesigns.com or betweentrapezes.com. Folks, next week we'll have an all-new Positive Living show for you. I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great Monday and a great week.
0: And listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern,
2: 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com.